Welcome to the Getting Uncomfortable Podcast, starting a war on comfort zones and the havoc that they wreak. I am Tara Christine, your host. Let's dive in, shall we? Hello and good day, listener. Welcome to episode five of the Getting Uncomfortable Podcast. So today's original subject is being put on hold because I received a phone call this morning and as I was getting ready to begin recording, I learned of a conversation that was had over the weekend about myself and some apparent rumors that have been being said and actually believed about me over the last three years or so. Initially, as I was listening to this, I was kind of like, oh man, whatever. People are going to talk. They're going to say whatever they want. But then the weight of what was actually being said about me by people that have no idea who I am at all was really starting to eat at me a little bit. And I started to get bothered and a little upset. And I was kind of working it out in my mind and in a conversation with him and just how frustrating this sort of thing is because information like that just can be so damaging and it doesn't take much beyond some words from one person to another to plant seeds of doubt and mistrust and and all sorts of things and other people which affects so much and can be damaging to reputations and relationships all over the place. So I'm going to take this back about three years to when I briefly dated a guy who was stationed here on our local military base. We hung out from about Christmas to Valentine's Day, but when it came to him needing to leave town for military purposes, he had nobody to keep his dog. Now, I just want to say, I love animals, but when it comes to those that don't listen, or that misbehave, or that destroy property, or that just are generally maybe too large and buffoony, I I don't want to have them in my house, period. I take pride in my stuff and keeping it nice, and so I just naturally did not offer to keep his dog for him which quickly became an issue because he felt like this is his family and I should be doing him a favor and what was wrong with me? Why wouldn't I? Why am I not willing to help him out? And I can't say that I didn't understand that, but also I have boundaries and I did not want a big, heavy, strong pit bull that just didn't listen to me and whatever was going to come with that over the course of a week. Whatever the two sides of the story are, it all culminated when he got fairly frustrated with me one night and I was unwilling to put up with the disrespect I felt like he was feeding and immediately cut things off with him. I returned anything of his that had been left at my house and that was just the end of it. We cut ties and have not communicated again since. So back to the conversation that happened this morning. It was an ex of mine that called, who is still to this day is just one of my best friends and has remained like family, to share with me that over the weekend, some acquaintances of his informed him of rumors and gossip that is still being spread about me throughout this base to this day. (laughs) I'm laughing about it because I've had enough time since the conversation ended to get over the little hurt feelings of, oh, how can somebody be saying something mean about me? Not mean. 
I mean, just, it's untrue. Basically what happened was my friend and I, or ex, or whatever you want to call him, had been seen together not that long ago. I went to his son's hockey practice. We had a conversation, everything's fine, it's just that's the relationship that we have, and that was the end of it. Well, the acquaintance of his is a fellow hockey parent who happened to see us talking at that practice, and they were just inquiring the status of our relationship with him over the weekend. When he confirmed that we're just really good friends, the acquaintance was happy to hear that and said, from what I hear, she's a lot of trouble. Now, <laughs> I have been trouble in my life. I can admit this. I have hurt people. I have, you know, done the wrong things. I have made misguided decisions and only thought about myself. And I've broken some hearts and I've destroyed some lives temporarily. At different points of time, I have made mistakes. And I have no issue admitting to it and owning all of them and the consequences that came with them, um, learning from each one, taking the lesson and the blessing or the blessing that I like to call them from each circumstance. And I just thought, oh, okay, this should be good. But I did not expect what was about to be said. And so he shared with me that probably about half of the people this acquaintance works with claims they also have dated me. I'm nothing but trouble that has kind of gotten around the base and been involved there, but also that one of them has smoked meth with me, which I've never, ever, 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 and, and I'm just saying this, I'm not trying to defend myself whatsoever, I've never tried a drug besides marijuana in my whole life. I honestly am more petrified of whatever reaction I may have while being on it because I'm, I'm a bit of a lightweight. I've had my trips off of marijuana as it was in my younger days or just bad experiences with alcohol and I'm not into it. That's not my lifestyle. So to be... <laughs> To have it said that I have been smoking meth or that I had smoked meth in the past with somebody blew me away. And I'm sorry, the second part of that being that I am fearful of any addiction that may come from ever trying anything. I'm, I'm not going to put a needle in my arm. I'm not going to snort cocaine or smoke rocks or like, I, I don't even know that much about it. I will be honest with you. So as he's telling me these things of, that, that have been said about me, like recently, even though I have only ever been on that base one time in my life with the guy that I was seeing at the time, and just knew vaguely of his friends and co-workers and acquaintances as well. A lot of them would come into the bar that I worked at and I would wait on them and it was a great crowd and we always had a good time and I thought they were good people. Um, and so a lot of time has gone by and those sorts of, you know, times change. So I don't see them, I don't talk to them, I'm not aware of even who might even still be on that base or gone. I want to apologize if this is rambly whatsoever. Um, I My thoughts are kind of bouncing around and going a lot of different places, but it's something that I wanted to get off of my heart because once it was put there, everything else was a little muffled by it. So my, as I said, my original subject to 
dedicate this episode to is being put on hold and probably dedicated to episode six instead. Um, This one, I definitely wanted to acknowledge the uncomfortable uh, subject of, you know, gossip and rumors and that, yeah, there are plenty of bad decisions I've made and horrible things I've done that if I heard other people were still talking about, I would maybe roll my eyes and, yep, yep, that was me, I did that. Here I am now, though, this is what I've learned, this is how far I've come, you know, and I don't want to be prideful, but I do pride myself on having made so many gains over these last few years. Um, And I realize that whatever's being said about me is completely in the past. Like, there's nothing that could be said about me, especially this last year and a half or two. I don't even go anywhere. I don't have much of a social life whatsoever. How many of us have done too much of anything throughout 2020? So I don't want this to turn into a big defense, uh, but I just want to say that it is exceedingly important for all of us to really look at what it is that we're saying about others that we have no proof of, that we've only heard, I mean, what is six degrees of separation that there's maybe, maybe could be proof of, but none that we've seen and because knowing my truth and, and, and how I live and who I am, there's nothing factual about any of those things that were said about me which makes something so off the wall being said about me and believed all the more astounding as far as I'm concerned. I feel like I know I have heard many things about people and been guilty of repeating something that is just untrue and is chalked up to total gossip. I didn't see it with my eyes or hear it with my ears. I am basing it off of an opinion or simple words from somebody else that I'm putting my trust into why did they see it did they hear it even if they did that's still only their perception of it and whatever it is that they're now saying about another person is planting seeds am I going to take what they're saying you know with a grain of salt and okay yeah I'll 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 be aware now or am I going to flat out do everything I can to avoid talking to that person and judge them and think I'm better than them and like that becomes a slippery slope and the fact is we are all made up of so much more than a mistake we've made or different decisions we've made in the past that others think that they know about and just repeating these small percentages of details can build a whole picture in somebody else's mind that is missing the fundamentals of who and what that person is about, what they're made of, what they have accomplished, all the good things, and that's tragic. For those of you that don't know, and I'll admit that I was unaware of this until just a few months ago, this is the Ninth Commandment. Our pastor's wife at my church spoke a beautiful message about the Ninth Commandment and the fact that we so often take other people, oh, the Ninth Commandment, I'm sorry for those who don't know, thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor, which means don't talk crap, don't tell lies, don't say things, don't make their life harder, don't 
turn people against them. Don't gossip. Don't degrade. Don't tear down. I mean, that's huge. And if we really pay attention and think about it and focus on just ourselves, not even all the people around us, because it's rampant. I mean, our society these days, there's so much to talk about. It's all gossip. It's all newsworthy. It's all blah, 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 blah. But if we actually focused on things that we said, we would find out that we're wired just the same as all these other people to participate in these conversations and repeat our opinions or maybe even our observations that we had, but then add to it what we took from that and how we feel about it and what our, you know, like I said, opinions might be, which aren't true. Our opinions, our feelings are not factual. They are individual per person there's a bajillion variables behind all of them they can't be understood completely by another because they're each of our own and we might not even understand them fully ourselves we are entitled to them sure but we are not entitled to spewing them to anybody that will listen and planting seeds that may harm another person's reputation livelihood and for what? For what? Are we actually doing this to try to protect the other person from any damage that this other one maybe possibly could inflict? Or are we actually just doing it to boost our egos up a little bit and be the center of attention and have something worthy of, you know, sharing that is going to get us some attention and make us feel important for a moment? I can fully admit that I have had those moments that something is so juicy and I can who can I call right now? Who can I call and tell all about what just happened? Because, oh my gosh, they're going to be astounded and they're going to want to hear all about this and we can just hash it all out, right? It makes us feel pretty important being the center of attention and having some information that other people want to hear. But how often do we actually sit back and notice the damage that this is doing and the ripple effect that it has. I mean, we all, maybe not all, but so many of us really do our best to live an upstanding life and to try to do what's right to the best of our abilities each day. Yet behind the scenes, people are running their mouths based on an experience that they had that they're still holding on to and in the grudge effect, which is something in and of itself. That's a whole other animal that I could get into and talk about. I've written an article on the grudge epidemic and the fact that we all are holding on so dear to all the grievances that others have committed against us. It's called injustice collecting. And as we add them up, our victim mentality and our victim image grows exponentially beyond what we even intended for it to become, but it becomes a comfort zone of living in this space where we have been hurt or damaged or destroyed by others. And there's this blame and excuse pattern that happens. And we just stay right in this little place where we can talk about it to everybody and make them feel bad for us and get some sympathy and make us feel better. And that's where so many people stay. 
which only avalanches to continue making them feel worse, but by proxy bringing others down around them because how much of what they're saying and what they're complaining about and the stories that they're telling and the hurts that they've endured are tearing other people down. Now that's where forgiveness comes in because it's not about excusing the actions that happened or those injustices against us. Nothing's going to change that and no, that was not okay. But there has to be a moving on point. There has to be a time when that's not the center of existence anymore, that we let go of that baggage and the hurt that it caused us. We take whatever we glean as far as the blessing and an understanding or a strength, the wisdom, the knowledge of what happened, how did I even got myself into that situation. How can I make sure not to do that ever again? And boom, I've grown. I'm better. And that's what's important because bad things are going to happen. That can't be avoided. So rather than choosing to live deep down a pity party rabbit hole and attempting to drag everybody else around us down into it as well, you know, there really should be some measure of awareness in the role that we played to get ourselves there, in the shifts in behavior and habits it's going to take to get ourselves out. Uh, back to the original conversation, I believe in this acquaintance's case, he really genuinely was just trying to look out for what he probably considers to be his buddy as a fellow hockey dad and just wanted to let him know the information that he had been privileged to, whether it was true or not. Um, I appreciate that I was filled in on this because although it's not true and although it gave me a bit of a knot in my stomach for a little bit thinking, how on earth do rumors like this even survive when I live an absolute opposite lifestyle in all facets? It's, it, it has now since become comical in the hours since I've gotten off that phone call. But I have to say I appreciate being told about it. You know, honesty is always the best policy and it bothered my friend and so he definitely wanted to get it off his chest and let me know and then even so after we got off the phone call he let me know that it was still bothering him a little bit and he wanted to have an additional conversation with this person and just really set him straight because he was caught off guard by it as was I once the actual details of the topic started to come to light and so, although he felt like, oh no, you know, that's definitely not her, he actually started to wonder. And I've known this man for over seven years now, and he trusts his child with me. It, it, it's just so much deeper than that. And um, that's got to be my biggest frustration, is the fact that, okay, if all these people out on this base want to run their mouths, Number one, I know how men are, and if women are involved in the conversation too, okay. Basically, they don't know anything. I, I live my life as I live it, and I am able to sleep at night completely free of guilt. I, you know, I'm an honest person. I just, I really try my hardest to keep it on the straight and narrow. 
and I believe that I am a billboard for who I am and how I operate and that my actions are always going to speak loudest and those rumors eventually will be squashed completely. <laughs> so in the meantime he told me that he was going to have an additional conversation and, and really just let him know that he, he knows me well and and I appreciate that. I appreciate the fact that he's willing to stand up and, and speak up and be confident in his own judgment of myself and as well. I mean, the whole thing is kind of, it's, it's so crazy. And I mean, I'm still sitting here just astounded by it myself um, and, and the depths of effect that it has because here I am trying so hard to live right and build uh, you know, credible image and have a practice and to help people and to love and serve and then back oh, in the shadows, all these things are being said and that's honestly just Satan at work. That's more of the spiritual warfare that we face day in and day out on this planet. It's a fallen world and it belongs to Satan and I'm not afraid to say that he is attacking all the time. It's, it's not a war of flesh and blood. The man that's over there that is giving you a hard time, that you're frustrated with, that you are stressing over, or is causing you anxiety, or that whatever it may be, it's not that man that you, on a human level, we're all about love and serving each other and taking care of each other. That is where Satan is coming in, and it's all pride and ego. Think about it. It's pride and the ego that is the culprit of all this hate, devastation, unwillingness to tolerate and respect each other for the differences. We are all more concerned about ourselves and the self-centered righteousness and entitlement of getting what we want at any cost and that we should have it and how dare anybody stand in the way or how dare life throw me a curveball like how which blows me away because it's the whole point of life curveballs learning from them learning how to avoid them and the damage bruises pain injuries that come with all of that and getting better at being able to anticipate the curveballs coming over time and then becoming better at catching them and it see it's all about leveling up and growing and becoming smarter and able to handle all of these things as they're thrown at us which again is a whole other subject in itself and I can attack that one another time, different episode, different day. So uh, this is sufficient, I think. I feel content with the conversation that I've had here. I basically wanted to bring to light the fact that we, we should be paying more attention to what we're doing uh, because although most of us do not have any malicious intent behind our words and our actions. It really is happening that way um, in many cases. So many things that are being said, maybe we don't realize, but it, there's, there's some damage being done and all for nothing. Really, it's just so unnecessary. We should be focusing on the good 
um, asking more questions, maybe, you know, making sure that we only repeat what it is that, that we know. Don't participate in, in the gossip and hullabaloo that uh, is just a major, major part of our culture these days. So I really want to thank you for joining me. And if you've made it this far for listening all the way through, I'm sure it was a little all over the place, but I believe I got my point across. I feel content about that deep down. I'm very interested to hear from you listeners about maybe any experiences that you've had with gossip and rumors and all the stuff that can tend to come with that. Please click the link to submit your question or comment and share the ideas that this sparked for you. Depending on the content and with your permission, I may reference it in a future episode and maybe drop you a shout out. So I want to thank you again for tuning in and hopefully following me for more content and maybe sharing the message with anyone else that you know who could stand to get uncomfortable with us. Have a beautiful day.